0: podcast Where a British and an American girl satisfy all your curiosity and questions about what it's like to live in China today. And now your hosts, Holly and Nora. Hey everybody. Hi. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Two White Chicks in China. Indeed, we would not be
1: who we are without you guys. It's true. We would just be... Two white ladies in China doing our thing. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) So I'm going to jump straight in with a review. And this review comes from Pete the Cat. Oh. Yep, from Canada. (laughs) Uh, Who says... As an entrepreneur starting a joint venture in China, I find this podcast to be an honest, entertaining and very human peek inside the experience of being a foreigner in the fascinating and dynamic flow of life in China. Ooh. Oh. The stories and anecdotes are respectful, funny and based on real life experiences. That's well, very that true. That is true. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: It is it is.
0: Um so we have not only human listeners but animals the as well. In. Yep. Well, cats tend to be pretty picky, so I feel very flattered. (laughs) Pete, (laughs) thanks for listening. (laughs)
1: Yeah. I bet there's some hamsters and other animals out there as well.
0: Yeah, probably. (laughs) Uh, So,
1: a few teeny tiny comments, which are all currently based on our um, Facebook page that has been taken over by Crumpets and... uh, (laughs) Uh, english muffins (laughs) so i've been told by ian that marmite on a crumpet is just wrong oh really yeah but you usually do
0: savory for crumpets or do you do sweet as well
1: personally or in general in In general? general both 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 yeah but butter i mean i think you could do with just like butter
0: yeah, because I think salty. when I've had crumpets, mm. it was just, it was salt, but it was salted butter. Oh, yeah, for sure. But it was, sure. just, like, drowning in yeah, salted yeah, yeah. butter.
1: Yeah, I, um, yeah, I don't think I would do jam mm-hmm. or, like, marmalade. I definitely think it's a savoury thing.
0: But people do it. People do.
1: Yeah, because, yeah, because this, someone called Reuben Milne, he said that he, uh, although he was commenting on the English muffin, he said it would be better with... Maple syrup, oh, hmm. and uh, something else he said, and I suggested that he try his Marmite, and he <laughs> said that he will try it. Oh, okay. So I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> so um, our news uh, article this week is all about our wonderful city, Shenzhen. Oh, nice. So I, I think I mentioned a few months ago that our uh, that Shenzhen Metro just opened a new line for the airport. Mm -hmm. So it was like, you know, it was um, really, uh, people were really excited about the new line opening because it was just going to be way more convenient and basically this month they've, um, they've added extra carriages for business class. Uh so the headline is Shenzhen Subway launches pricey business class carriages everyone thinks it's an awful idea. <laughs> so the reason why everyone's like really upset about this is because the business class section is 3 times more expensive. Oh wow. Than the normal. Um but there are also images that come with this post. Uh so basically if you've ever seen images or if you've ever been on a on a metro line anywhere in the world you know that there's going to be They're going to get really packed at some point. So there's a picture of people stood on the train and there were like two people sat in business class and the chair's like super comfy. They look really nice. I think personally I would pay extra.
0: Yeah, three times as much. Because I mean, if you look at, for example, with flights, the business class for flights is usually about three times something like that or even more depending well it depends on if you're distinguishing business and first class but it can be quite mm-hmm. a bit more
1: yeah oh yeah for sure um so yeah uh basically they've put on they've added like two car i don't i, I guess they must have thought there was a like people were going to use it but uh, and they haven't decided to change their mind they're gonna they've added two trains so the six economy and two uh business class trains And so, um, someone said that, um, the company should always have people's best interests at heart. Public transportation is supposed to be a public service available to all residents of China, but it turns out to be a mere tool to earn money. Um, but then someone else said, like, I think it's acceptable. Um, if paying a few more yuan can get you a cozier seat, what's there to complain about?
0: Well, the thing is... It's not like a train or a plane where there's limited seating, right? With a metro, there's not not like a capacity. They just shove as many people as as they can. So it's not like, oh, if they run out of the economy tickets, then you're forced to buy a first class or you can't go at all. So I don't know. And they do the same thing in Hong Kong. Yeah, they do. They have the business class cars in Hong Kong. Yeah,
1: which a lot of people do use. Mm -hmm. I mean, from what I've seen. Um, maybe it'll catch on. Maybe people will realize. Like, I mean, it's an hour if you get on from the first station. It's an hour to the airport. Um, and you've got if you've got your luggage and everything. I, I, I don't know. I feel like maybe the foreigners will be more interested in that.
0: Maybe, but in the business class that I see in Hong Kong, it's always Hong Kongers. Hong it's Kongers, not. Yeah. yeah, it's not like it's just white people. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a money grubbing idea, to be honest.
1: Well, I think it's just for. It's pure, I mean, it's for comfort. Yeah, it it makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so um, our question this week comes from Anne uh, from Sydney, and um, she says, "Hi, girls, love the podcast. Could you explain whether scholarship opportunities to learn Mandarin in China are legitimate, and if so, are they worthwhile?" I read an article which cited many examples of universities such as Fudan offering free free, free accommodation, free classes, books, etc. and an allowance of $250 a month for Westerners to study Chinese. Would this be worthwhile or would it be better to just take casual Mandarin classes and organise your own casual work to pay for accommodation? Thanks so much. Uh, and then she linked to the article where she found this information. Um... So, um, <laughs> I looked at the article, and I kind of feel like it's a lot of mar- uh, like marketing fluff, to mm-hmm, be honest. Mm-hmm. That was my initial... Because the website looks really nice. Like, it looks... Like, I mean, it's aesthetically pleasing, and the article is well-written and everything, but it just screams, like, marketing. It
0: looks like spam. Spam, sure. yeah,
1: yeah. I feel like it's just, like, link bait, almost.
0: But the thing is... Because Chinese websites in general are really spammy looking, so if, if it is some kind of a joint venture, I don't know. I think in, in general, to answer the question, it, I think that there are legitimate scholarship opportunities mm-hmm. out there. I don't think that that's totally, completely crazy, and for sure it's a scam. right. Um, but yeah, also looking at the website, I got that feeling too. But it's hard to, it is hard to judge. Yeah, I agree.
1: I, I feel, I, I totally agree with you. I think there are, there are definitely like these scholarship opportunities. Mm-hmm. But um, I think if they're available, you've got to jump through a lot of hoops. There's going to be like loads of paperwork to um, to deal with, or I don't know. I, I always feel like it sounds, uh, there are often these opportunities and they just always sound too good to be true.
0: And even if it, even if you, you know, you apply and you get in and everything's all gravy, there's, like, you don't, okay, so they, they provide accommodation, but what does that mean? Mm -hmm. I mean, you kind of want to be clear about where exactly you're going to be living. Yeah. Like, if you're going to have roommates, and I know in the article that she, that Anne linked to, it said the, person said oh i had a private dorm room well i don't know exactly what that means either like how i mean do you have a private bathroom to Mm -hmm. yourself probably not it's probably just a small room that doesn't have other people um so and then you know providing you with some money yeah it's it's nice but you could definitely they're probably gonna expect you to
1: something from you yeah
0: something from me i mean not necessarily something that you wouldn't be willing to give. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't think the worst. <laughs> yeah. So there, I'm sure that there are. Li- it's just hard for us because actually neither of us know anybody who has done something like that. Mm. Um, we know of exchange different kinds of exchange where it's like a work exchange where you come and then they pay for your accommodation and they give you an allowance, and then you teach English for part of the time, and then you get free Chinese classes. Yeah. So you also earn money, um, but you all, you have to work. You do teach Chi- English classes. Mm.
1: So you st- you do still get paid for that? It's not like a swap?
0: You do get, yeah, you do get paid for oh, it. It's cool. not much, but you do get paid. I mean, at right. least you get some kind of an allowance okay, so that cool. you're not spending your own money to, like, go right. out and eat and travel and sure. stuff, so... So yeah, yeah, there are definitely those opportunities available, but um, it's hard to tell which ones are legitimate and which ones aren't unless you actually go through it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I agree. I when I was looking for jobs before I came here, um, I started to come across this one company over and over again, like online. And at first, when I first found them, I was like, "Oh wow!" Like they were offering a really awesome salary. Mm-hmm. They were offering accommodation. Uh, it just sounded like really good and that was obviously before I realised that a lot of these like agencies were just they like try and like reel you in and then it's obviously kind of crap.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um and yeah, I was lucky that I found a lot of uh like forums and other people just saying, Do not go with this company. They are <laughs> complete like scam artists and it's funny, since I've been here, I've never actually seen the company like anywhere as a genuine school.
0: They so, just have a big web presence. I don't know.
1: Yeah, they do. Because everywhere, I, I I kept finding the name. But I've never seen them here.
0: Well, I found with... The, so I, I made that mistake. There was no Two White Chicks in China podcast before I came <laughs> to China. <laughs> and I made that mistake and came because I didn't have any connections here. And I did, hadn't known anybody who had done it before. So I just found an agency online mm-hmm. and I came. Um, and I did... Uh, before I came, I asked them... To connect me with some of the uh, teachers who had Mm -hmm. come through before, and they did that, and I spoke to them. That's a good idea. Yeah, spoke to them about their experiences, but of course they have complete control over which ones they they link you to, right? Yeah, sure. So, and what their tactic was, um, was to send... So they didn't really ever have more than one teacher in the vicinity of another one, so they were all, like, isolated, so they were all, like, out of touch with each other. Yeah. So you didn't know, like, you're just basically stranded with a bunch of Chinese people, and you didn't know, like, if it was a good deal, or what, you know, you had no, there was no meter or anything to judge, like, what was going on.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, after, I mean, about halfway through, a little less than halfway through, I found out that, I mean, I was totally getting ripped off, and the school was paying a lot of money for me, but most of that money was going to the agency, and I mean, it's classic. I should have known better, but I mean, at the end of the day, I still, I pay, I, 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 didn't end up spending any of my personal money. Mm-hmm. I went there, and I still came out with some money, so I wouldn't say that it was like, oh, it was a total waste of time, and I got completely scammed. Like, I still had a good year, and um, I. I enjoyed the experience, but if I would yeah. do it all over again, I definitely wouldn't do it that way.
1: Yeah. Go agent-free. I yeah. Guess, I think. If I th- you if, if you can, I think.
0: Yeah, if you can. I think a lot of people are worried about the visa thing. Like, they're worried, like, they're going to come, they want to make sure the whole v vi- like, they have a job, they have a place to stay, and they have a visa sorted out before they come here. I don't think that's really that necessary. I know that's kind of scary to think about. But if I would do it again, I would just take with me basically enough money to be able to stay at a hostel or Mm -hmm. a cheaper hotel for a month and use that month to, like, sort it all out. Because once you're there, things become much clearer. Like, you can actually go to see the school where you would be studying at. You can actually, like, talk to people who, you know, you can get a better read off of people in person than online. So...
1: Definitely.
0: That's what I would do, I think.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I mean, I, I've heard of other people who've come over with, uh, I suppose, agencies, but actually with the, these big companies that exist in China or even worldwide that teach English. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I met some girls some time ago now, and we got talking about, oh, like, how did you get here? And they said, oh, we're working for this company that I won't say. <laughs> and um they said, oh, yeah, like it was really great. We got, uh yeah, they got visas, they got accommodation. And they said, oh, yeah, and we get like this salary. And I was like, whoa, really? Like that's such a small amount. Like you've been totally taken advantage of. Of course, I didn't want to be, I didn't want to <laughs> say that to them. But I just thought, wow, like I've got, I can never complain about my situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, the thing, I guess the difference was, is that they probably had a lot less, uh, complications than mm-hmm. I did, maybe. I suppose if you're given everything, like, you don't have to deal with the visa stuff, you don't have to deal with finding accommodation, it's just all handed to you. That's quite a nice little package. But you, I, I definitely think if you do that, you, your salary will be much less.
0: But it's also not like, it's, uh, a- a piece of cake doing it that way either because even though I had gone through an agency to do my visa and to do my travel plans and stuff like that, it was so disorganized. (laughs) I never knew what was happening. I wasn't one, I was never 100% sure if I was actually going to get my visa. You know, I got the, because the process starts when you're in your home country and you get like a temporary visa. Mm. And then when you get to China, you can, um, you, you basically turn that into the full work visa. Um, but you never really know that's for tr- sure. That's, that's
1: true. That's true. Um,
0: and then you're also locked into that company. So if you have your, your visa with that company, you can't just like quit and just go to another company. Yeah. So it really locks you in. So I'd say just come on a tourist visa. <laughs> Yeah, Check the situation out and find a company who can process a work visa mm-hmm. for you.
1: Yeah, things are, I mean, things are changing a little bit, aren't they? So I think maybe, um, like, work visas are not as easily come by, maybe. But, yeah, you can still come on a tourist visa for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. What's nice about here is that we're so close to... Like, you can just cross the border in an hour and be out of China. So if you have a six-month tourist visa or a year tourist visa, and it means you have to leave the country every 30 days or 90 days, depending, then you can just walk across the border and then come back again.
1: And you can go and have a good time in Hong Kong. (laughs)
0: Yep. Yep. So a lot of people would do that. Um... Especially, yeah, if they weren't working at a full-time company, they'd just do that. Mm. But again, it, the situation does change quite a bit, but I think neither one is going to be like a super easy breezy piece of cake. Yeah. Because even when I came on the agency, it was like, oh, they said, oh, yeah, everything's taken care of. But I had to push really hard to get the apartment that I wanted. Yes. Because they gave me pictures of an apartment. And then when they showed up, they gave me a totally different apartment. And I was like, no. Mm-hmm. And um, same, same thing for all the things that they promised. I had to be really pushy, which is not me. I hate that. I hate that stuff. Yeah. I just want it. Like. Whatever we agreed on, that's what I want. I don't want to have to deal with these games, but that's not how agencies work here. No. So, it was it was definitely not this tidy little package all with like a little red bow on top. It was still right. it was still a pain to do. Um, so, yeah, that's why I would definitely recommend being a little bit brave and just coming out. And just checking it out. Because who knows, maybe after a month, or two, you, you, you don't like the city. Or yeah. you expected it to be different. Or something happens back home. Or who knows what happened. It's, ni- it's nice to have your freedom, Definitely. too. So, not that these scholarship things aren't legitimate. Like, some of them, I'm sure, are. But it's hard to tell just online. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I guess I, maybe if you were going to do uh, or apply for a scholarship... I suppose you'd need to find someone else who would maybe done it themselves. Yeah. Um But um Anne asks like is it worth doing a scholarship? Well, I don't know, um, obviously having never done one, uh, whether it's worth it. But um I do know some people who have come to China on like a like to do six months or a year Sort of like immersion course, and I and I definitely think from the sounds of things it is worth to do worth doing something like that. Mm. You're probably not getting any money for it, and you probably do have to pay. But I think that especially compared to the UK, studying in China is relatively cheap. Mm-hmm. So you could you could study here quite cheaply, um, and you'll probably learn a lot more Chinese. In, in, say, six months of, of studying here than you would on your own in two years, like, at home. Probably. Oh, for
0: sure. For sure. Yeah.
1: I mean, you've got, I mean, you have no choice, really. You're kind of, like, fa- I think forced to sort of speak.
0: Depending on where you are. I yeah, mean, that's if true. you're in one of the major cities, like, here or Shanghai
1: mm-hmm.
0: or Beijing, it, it can be really easy to just fall in the expat crowd and not really engage... With the with the locals
1: yeah we, we had a uh, he, uh, he's an ex- colleague but when he first came here he it's I can't even remember where he was studying but it was somewhere that sounded very like in the stick somewhere <laughs> and uh yeah I think it sounded like it was quite uh, like you had no choice but to speak mm-hmm. Chinese it wasn't a big city
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, yeah I think I think it would be quite cool to do that just to like i mean just to learn chinese not necessarily to be in the middle of nowhere because <laughs> that would be the only way i would would be able to force myself i i have been i've been really bad recently and i feel very guilty for it
0: <laughs> don't worry you'll get back on the horse i you know got a lot going on in your life <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um yeah i would say also another option would be to just check out the like a couple of different universities um, study abroad programs because you might want to compare what the cost is. If I remember, the cost of the tuition, the monthly fee that that was listed was like two hundred and seventy five dollars or something like that.
1: On the on that website, yeah, yeah. something
0: like that. It was really not. That expensive. It's not expensive. So if you have a little bit of money saved up and you're willing to take the risk, then you can, I mean, worst case scenario, let's say you don't find a job, which I'm sure that the, <laughs> you can always do these private lessons and find find work. But anyway, let's say you don't. Mm-hmm. If you have a little bit of cash saved up, you can probably get away with just studying on your own. And then you have all the freedom in the world to yeah. do what you want. Stay for a semester, stay for two, stay for four. Sure instead of being locked into one of these, um, scholarship Mm. programs.
1: Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I I guess I would recommend about making sure you've got enough money, like, in case you don't have time to work as well, Mm. because from my understanding, these, like, Chinese courses can be really, like, intensive. Like, um, you need to spend a lot of time outside the classroom studying, too. I mean yup I'm sure she won't mind us mentioning her, but your sister mm-hmm. she was studying here, and Barrett was too,
0: but she was also working, well,
1: yeah, but I mean she's like she's really um she's a hard worker, you know, and I think even she was like she had to put a lot of time in, didn't she
0: mm-hmm.
1: um whereas Barrett didn't <laughs> <laughs> he was working too he was working too, but I think um if he'd spent more time like focus, like actually studying I think. He might have gotten more out of it than mm-hmm. maybe he f- feels like he did.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that program at Shenzhen University it is designed to let people... It's kind of like half day. Mm-hmm. So they go... You study in the morning, and then you're finished by noon. And then yeah. you have the rest of the day. But yeah, there's there's a lot of homework that goes with it. And especially with learning mm-hmm. the Chinese characters. Yeah. They kind of dump them on you. So. so yeah, that's true. That is true. Mm. so there's different approaches that you could take but yeah if you've known somebody who's gone through the program that you're interested in um, then that's another story I think
1: yeah and I, I think actually speaking to someone real not just taking these because I know there were reviews of this particular university on those there those but who me, I mean who? they could just be written by anyone
0: yeah yeah those to me didn't really sound very legitimate <laughs> probably not you know, so hope yeah
1: yeah it's a shame like I hope and that you weren't like putting too much or, or that you weren't hoping <laughs> to go to like to take this the cost. but I I I mean as Nora said too like I do believe there are courses like this out there genuine ones but I, I don't think that this particular one is
0: well, and the guy who was writing the legit. article was Chinese himself.
1: Yeah, I noticed that too.
0: Yeah, so to he said, didn't he say,
1: it said that he was, I mean, I read his, like, bio, and said he was from New Zealand, a law, lawyer from New Zealand, or something to do with law. Mm-hmm. But he, I mean, I guess. But I, he
0: was Chinese. Do you, do you think
1: he was, uh, ABC, well, an NZBC? NZ, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Maybe. Yeah, that's what it sounds like, but it makes it to me. It makes it a little less legitimate if it's a Chinese, a person of Chinese, because yeah. somebody who is Chinese, even if they weren't born in China, they're gonna have some kind of relations to China. So yeah. it's very likely that it's like maybe is a family member yeah. who's starting up this company, <laughs> yeah, or sure. you know, a friend of a friend, or you know. So it's <laughs> it makes it a little to me. That makes it a little more suspicious. Unfortunately, yeah, but yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. So, hmm. <laughs> so I hope that was helpful, somewhat. Sorry, we don't have a really direct answer for you, Anne. Um, again, it, to, like to sum it up, like those those scholarships, it's possible for you to find something I, that's yeah, legitimate, I agree. but it is it's difficult to weed them out and figure out which ones actually are. So that's why we, pers- like, neither of us will personally recommend one because no, we have definitely. never done I would only recommend it if I personally had done it myself. Sure. The only experiences that I've had are with agencies, and they haven't been great experiences. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, they haven't been like, oh, you get to China and you wind up in a ditch somewhere oh, and they've robbed yeah, you or something like it, that. No. So it was totally safe. They, they ripped they ripped me off, but it was totally, you know, it was they did do for the most part what they said they do. But knowing what I know now, I wouldn't do that again.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the, the, you, your expectations always need to be lower, I think. <laughs> They're always going to exaggerate about what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. And they'll always find ways to be like, if, you, if the, the salary is 10,000 RMB, and then they'll say, oh, but we're going to give you eight and you'll say they'll say oh and because the two needs to go somewhere and they'll always there's there'll always be a a reason or an excuse for something.
0: Mhm. And photos that they show you they're very good with photoshop and with getting like just the right angle. So yeah. be very wary of the photos that they show you of apartments or the school <laughs> itself or yeah, yeah, anything like that living conditions. So so be wary of that. That's why I just recommend just get a tourist visa, come here and check it out for yourself. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And I mean if you're packing for a month that'll be good for you for a year. I mean it's really
1: oh yeah.
0: You know, it's like the same kind of packing that you would do. So, I know it's a little freaky to come without solid yeah, solid plans and to just totally wing it, but it gives you a lot of freedom and I think in the in the long run you'll you'll get a better deal out of the whole situation.
1: Yeah. And what's the worst that could happen?
0: Yeah, the worst that could happen is you come here, you, I mean, I guess if you, you can't find any expats to connect with?
1: Well, then you get on a train or take a flight (laughs) to Shenzhen and get in touch with the two white chicks in China and, you know. (laughs)
0: You realize you're opening this, like, we're going to have knocking on the door. <laughs> <laughs> we came to China because you said so. Now we don't know what to do with ourselves. <laughs> I have a spare room.
1: As long as I can do a background check on you, you can maybe stay with me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of websites, too, out there which have job opportunities that you could connect directly with the company instead of going through an agency. So, for example, in Shenzhen, there are two major ones. One is SZ Party or Shenzhen. Shenzhen Party. Yeah.
1: ShenzhenParty.com.
0: Shenzhen Party. And um, you can just take a look at the classified ads, and you can do that from abroad. And you, you'll speak directly with the company without having to actually come here. Um, you can get an idea for what kind of jobs are available Definitely. and which companies would be willing to set you up with a visa once you got here and what you need to do before you come. Instead of finding these like too good to be true right. packages,
1: and there are also lots of expat community pages on Facebook. Mm. There are a couple that we like, I'm, like I'm, I'm in like part of, and there are always people who send like leave messages and say, "Oh, I found this job," um, and these are the like this is what they're gonna offer me is this genuine? Like, do you know this company? Mm-hmm. And most people could, like, are, re- are usually very helpful.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so I, I would also recommend doing that.
0: Yeah. Just well. say like, hey, I'm a newbie, never been to China before. Mm-hmm. You know, just tell them basically what your situation and what you're after. And because the expat community is small, people really are willing to help each yeah. other out. Def- yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So you're right. So, I mean, you don't have to just come totally blind you can you can do a bit of research online, but just try to avoid those packages. Yeah. That suck you in and sound. They sound, sound awesome. so glorious.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I, I mean, when I think about that site, um, like to get an allowance of two hundred and fifty dollars, that sounds awesome. Like, what are they? Why are they? Like, they're paying you to study. That just sounds amazing.
0: I'm sure that they do have some. Funding available for, because remember yeah. there there is a cultural center that we found um, outside yeah. of Shenzhen that's like the government. It's it's like half private, half government sponsored. So the government gives them some money to host class, free, completely free classes for foreigners.
1: Yeah, but do you remember the tea thing that yeah, we did, the true. tea expo, and it was just like we were, it was like being popped. Like they had mm-hmm. windows around the outside of the of the what were we in we were like in a box, and they turned the bo- <laughs> the box and that it had horrible. it had windows, but you know i I don't know if you've ever seen Well, like people shoot and they they sit in these little boxes and they peep out of the windows like and they're looking for the whatever they wanna shoot that's what it was like but the <laughs> photographers were outside the windows looking in us taking pictures of foreigners sat around a small river with tiny teacups floating around <laughs> and it was one of the most uncomfortable things i've it ever was done super uncomfortable yeah it was just weird super and they uncomfortable. had cameras in our faces <laughs> but it was free like we i mean they were just like peeping toms yeah, it was free and we agreed to do it and but yeah. we
0: also had a lot of nice classes with them for free when like they yes. sent a, they sent a yes. teacher to our company and we did we I did learn quite a bit. So anyway, the point is these things it it does exist, but yeah, like anything anywhere. There's always I mean someone's got a motive for something. Yes. So, absolutely. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they they require you to at least to do some kind of presentation, or get your photo taken for this or that, right. or um, which we talked on about business in the <laughs> Yeah, so I'm sure that they use the foreigners in a certain way. Yeah.
1: So if you don't mind being used,
0: <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm.
1: no problem. Mm-hmm.
0: But if any of you out there have done something like this and it was legitimate and you had a great experience, yeah. please tell us about it. Yeah,
1: definitely. Uh,
0: because that, that would be awso- an awesome resource for other listeners out there who are interested in coming to China. Yeah,
1: and you can leave like your stories or comments on uh, writtenchinese.com slash episode 67 or on Facebook. Um, and then maybe, uh, hopefully Anne will see your comments and that will help her make a decision mm-hmm. as
0: well yes and today's chinese word is to study abroad mm-hmm. which is liu shui. liu shui so it just means to leave and study very nice
1: yeah i like it so i will link to uh our dictionary on writtenchinese.com slash episode 67 and uh you can check out any of the things we've mentioned um, I I might also put the link to Anne's uh, site so you can see.
0: Yeah, you can check it out. Or if anyone like... has ever done it before,
1: real people, not robots. Yes, thank you.
0: No robots, please. <laughs> <laughs> no robots, no affiliates.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so if any of you have got any questions for us, you can you can leave us a voicemail message at uh dot slash voicemail. Or you can do what I did and just leave us a message on Facebook or any of our written Chinese pages. We will find you.
0: <laughs> we will we find, find you. <laughs> 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 Sounds good. So. I think it's time for us to say <laughs> bye. <laughs> have a good week. We'll see you next time. Bye. bye.